podcast. I'm terribly excited to be here. One thing that we're going to be discussing at length today is the difference in exam boards in the UK. So this is a question that gets constantly asked and is something that I didn't understand for a long time actually when I started tutoring and also when we were getting phone calls from parents asking about the difference between AQA and Edexcel. So I'm just going to clarify what they all mean and then we're going to touch on the importance of A-level choices. So it's just a quick podcast but I hope you enjoy this information. Now, I've been wanting to make this particular podcast for some time now because it's a question that comes up time and time again when I'm talking to parents and pupils and Regency tuition often gets asked about this. It's the question of exam boards. Now, it seems to be very complicated, but once you understand the concept and what means what, it's actually really easy to understand. So, examination boards in the UK are sometimes also called awarding bodies or awarding organisations and these are basically examination boards responsible for setting and awarding secondary education level qualifications. So we're talking about GCSEs, standard grades, A-levels, higher and vocational qualifications. So there are seven different examination boards. There's AQA, CIE, CCEA, Edexcel, ICAAE, OCR, and WJEC. So this is something to really take into consideration when you're deciding on which school to go to. So schools are free to choose which exam board they register with depending on qualifications that they offer. So for example, if you want your child to do maths and biology GCSE, you may need to do maths OCR and biology AQA but it will depend what exam boards are offered at that particular school. So this is quite important when you're changing schools, obviously, because they grade differently. That's the main difference. It's the papers that are slightly different. Normally, the content is relatively similar, but there is a difference between the exam boards, that's for sure. The same goes for different qualifications. So a school may choose one exam board for GCSE French and another for A-level French. So that's where it becomes slightly complicated. So you may have to end up doing AQA GCSE French, but Edexcel A-level French. It's absolutely fine in terms of content because obviously it's pretty much the same levels and the same content that you're having to learn, but the difference will be the examination papers. So let me just talk you through the different examples that you've probably heard of. So starting with AQA, which is Assessment and Qualifications Alliance. So the AQA has more than 3.5 million exam entries every year, making it the largest exam board within the UK. That's why everyone's heard of it. So exams will include GCSE, A-level and vocational qualifications. And the AQA assessments are taken in more than 7,000 schools in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. So this is the main exam board that dominates within the UK. The next one is CIE, so the Cambridge International Examinations. So this is actually part of Cambridge University and it's traditionally an international awarding board that now offers certain certificates to state schools as well. 
which is quite useful if you're wanting your child who might be at a state school to maybe be slightly more ambitious with his or her university choices. Because taking the CIE exam board slightly sets them apart. It means, okay, you might have gone to a state school, but you know, you're ambitious and you are completely capable of stepping up the level to other public school children, for example. It's a very good option. So the next one is CCEA. So the Council for the Curriculum, Examinations and Assessment. Now the CCCA operates solely in Northern Ireland and it provides exams to around 300 schools and colleges. So for most people, that's not particularly relevant. The next one, Edexcel, massively important. This is another one. It's a bit like AQA. It's a very big exam board and almost all of its exams are sat in England and it offers GCSE, A-level, and again, a wide range of vocational qualifications. So Edexcel is another one to look out for. Now, in my experience, AQA and Edexcel papers are quite similar. There are only a few differences. So it's quite a good thing to look for if you are having to move schools or thinking of moving exam boards to, you know, bounce from either one because there won't be that much of a massive change for you. Right, the next one is ICAAE, the International Curriculum and Assessment Agency Examinations. So the ICAAE is a specialist exam board offering a small number of papers in business and ICT. So it's only relevant for a very select few. It's the smallest exam board for the state schools. The next one, OCR. Again, really popular. Um, it's the it stands for Oxford, Cambridge, and RSA examinations. So around fifteen thousand education providers are registered within the OCR exam board, and ten percent of its exams are sat by pupils attending private schools. So it covers quite a wide spectrum. So I would say that the most popular are OCR, Edexcel, and AQA. They're the ones that come up time and time again. Now, the final one is the WJEC, which is becoming more and more popular, actually. It's the Welsh Joint Education Committee. But although it's based in Wales and it does offer Welsh language exams, so that's useful, the majority of the exam papers produced by the WJEC are actually sat in England. So more than 5,000 English schools and colleges are registered with the board compared to less than 500 in Wales. So... The WJEC also provides the Welsh Baccalaureate for those who are interested in that. But again, it, it, it is registered with over 5,000 English schools. So it will come up and it is a good option. It's becoming more and more popular, I would say. So again, I'll just reiterate the AQA, Edexcel and OCR are probably the most widely known. But I would say the Cambridge International examinations are something to look into if you are at a state school but wanting to be ambitious with your university choices this is something that does get noted by you know Bristol University Oxford University Cambridge if you've sat any of the CIE exam boards then you know it sets you apart I would say so what relevance are exam boards well to be honest again like I was saying earlier on the actual content is very similar, obviously, because A-level has to be relatively the same across the boards. 
but it's the exam papers that change. So when you're thinking about choosing your exam board, I would just get a load of past papers and work out the best for you and just take it from there, really, because no one can really answer that question for you. It also does depend on the school that you want to go to or the school that you are at, because some are quite limited in terms of what examples they actually offer. So um, when it comes to A-levels and GCSEs, I would say it's more important to think about the subjects that you're choosing, far more important. Now, I want to explain to parents the importance of the subjects and exactly what an A-level is, okay? Because, you know, GCSEs are all well and good and generally at that stage you're not really having to make any catastrophically huge decisions when it comes to subjects. You can still keep a relatively broad spectrum. But when it comes to A-levels, things start to really change. So the A-level is the common name for the General Certificate of Education Advanced Level. And it's a qualification offered in England, Wales and Northern Ireland for high school and pre-university students. So for those who are thinking of going abroad to university or generally moving to a different country studying further afield, then I would suggest looking into alternative examination awards other than A-levels. So we're talking SATs and other internationally renowned exam boards. So, you know, the baccalaureate is a good one. The international baccalaureate is becoming increasingly more popular. So, The A-level is the standard assessment of applicants for UK universities' admissions. And also, one good thing to know is that A-levels are highly respected worldwide, so they are recognised. I suppose it's the equivalent to high school diplomas in certain countries, but it can be used to apply to most universities. So, you know, don't panic too much if you get halfway through your A-levels and you decide that you do want to go and study in America or something like that. You know, don't panic too much. Now, the modern A-level is split into two stages. The AS level, which is often taken in the lower six, so year 12 and 13 in in Northern Ireland, I think it is, and the A2 taken in the upper six, so year 13 and 14. Now, to complete an A-level, students are required to sit an examination at the end of each year. Generally, students take and complete three to four A-level subjects. So this is where we need to start really paying attention. There's no limit to the number of subjects that can be taken, but pretty tough to take more than four, I would say. Okay, so just to wrap things up, we've talked about the different exam boards and just clarified what they all mean and talked about your choices. But I would say that the most important thing other than, you know, which examination paper you're going to be sitting at the end of your school year is more importantly it's the subjects that you choose I cannot stress this enough now how many A-levels should one take now the minimum requirement even for the best universities is that you take three A-levels so that's excluding general studies and these will be the basis of your offer for your university application So some students choose to take an additional AS or full A-level subject. So that gives them a total of four and sometimes five A-levels, which is pretty tough. But it also arms you with, you know, a whole array of A-levels when you're applying for university. Now, with the possible exception of the occasional Oxbridge College, 
you won't actually be disadvantaged for only taking three. And that's honestly true. It's better to take three and get brilliant results than it is to take on far more than you can chew. And realistically, you can't manage four or five A-levels and then your results end up reflecting this. So I would really carefully consider less is sometimes more. So as a minimum, students will usually choose four A-S levels because you can drop one after your AS and still be in a position to have a very strong application for your university choices. So this is where it's also worth remembering that exam boards differ. So OCR is supposedly much harder for maths than AQA or Edexcel. Now this is where exam board information and research is really useful. So look into this. So while you probably don't necessarily have a choice which exam board you use, if you're at a school that you enjoy and you don't necessarily have the opportunity to change, it's worth, you know, maybe putting in an application to change your exam board, you know, depending on what your school can offer. So definitely do your homework there. Now, the best A-levels for specific degree subjects is definitely information that you can find online. So let's start by looking in detail at recommended A-level subjects for those who know what subject they want to take a degree in. Okay. So we've covered the most of the, the exam board information, and it's down to you now to really look into which exam board is right for your subject. Now, I would try to make that decision relatively early on. By the time you've chosen your AS levels, you should really know what you're going to be doing for your A-levels. And this will just help you settle in to your subjects, be more committed in your learning process, and also really start prepping your exams and the exam board materials that you will be able to get hold of online just start collating all this information. That is the best advice I could give. If you are confused still about the question of exam boards, give us a call. Regency Tuition, we are all completely versed in the subjects of which exam boards are best and which universities are best for you. So give us a call and we will help you wherever we can. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.